What Do We Do? A podcast discussing wealth management and financial planning. Introducing listeners to the leaders in our community. Hosted by the founder and CEO of Great Lakes Wealth, Dewey Steffen. Alongside WWJ Midday News anchor, Brooke Allen. Hey, I'm Brooke Allen. Our goal with the What Do We Do podcast is to educate listeners on topics that impact your financial growth, your retirement, and your lifestyle. And I'm Dewey Steffen. Join us twice a month as we welcome some of today's leaders in the community for conversations that can help with investment decisions so you can plan for and live your best life. Here's Dewey Steffen alongside Brooke Allen. Hey, I'm Brooke Allen. Thanks so much for being with us on the What Do We Do podcast. This is season two, episode eight, number 50. And 50 has such a special meaning for our co-host, Dewey Stuffin. And Dewey, uh, five zero means a lot to you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just uh, realized what you're saying, Brooke, live uh, here without any uh, prescripted ideas. Yes, this is our 50th episode. Pretty cool. It is, yes. And this year I turned 50 Years old. See the tie-in? Holy <laughs> moly. Well, uh, welcome, everyone. Yes. All the podcast uh, listeners and YouTube viewers. Brooke, thanks for having me again. <laughs> Episode 50, and thanks for helping me turn 50 and oh, yes. reminding me of 50. Right. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's try to do 50 more. Okay, let's right? do it, huh? Um, so, you know, it's so interesting. The year is winding down, right? So we're, we're looking ahead, but before we look ahead, Let's look back to the future, to what everything Great Lakes Wealth did, because you did a lot. Well, 2021 was an amazing year for Great Lakes Wealth, absolutely. Um, From our investment acumen with clients, which is our most important um, driving force, but also the activities we um, celebrated as a firm this year, absolutely. I'm counting our blessings as a firm, and um, I can't thank our employees, our partners, our clients, certainly enough, Brooke. Um, As you mentioned, uh, we believe in community as I think you and everyone else knows. So we had a uh, birthday party called the Great Big Booyah Bash uh, for me turning 50. Uh, We made that the excuse to turn out in June. Uh, It seems like so long ago, but it was only six months ago, really. And guess what? When we had this party, the state had just opened up for uh, communal gatherings. And uh, so we kind of threw this party. We raised over $25,000 for local charities. Um, And it was just a blessing from our friends, our clients, the community as a whole came together. We had a little fun, but we really, I think, uh, made a difference to some very deserving uh, and probably needy charities in town. So, yes, uh, we got halfway through the year through a little mid-year party. We also, a month after that, celebrated our fifth anniversary as a firm. So Great Lakes Wealth turned five years old on July 1st this year. So um, yes, a lot to celebrate. And as we always say, we've done a lot, Brooke, but we're just Just getting getting started. started, Right. So (laughs) thanks for bringing that up. And I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge our entire team here at Great Lakes Wealth um, with all that they do on a daily basis. Um, They're really the, uh, the engine that drives this train and, uh, you know, again, blessed beyond uh, measure. And uh, please um, come on in, say hi. And uh, from there, let's uh, let's start the show. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, congratulations on a great 2021, right? And uh, as we said, the year is 
going to be over soon. Hard to believe 2022 just around the corner. And a lot of people take this time to set goals and maybe even reevaluate a lot of stuff in their life uh, from their life in general to probably finances a lot, right? So that brings us to the idea of passive income. Right. And what is it and how do you get it? <laughs> so there's earned income and then there's unearned or passive income. We can also say active income versus passive income. So yes, I think in 2020, as we turned the page, everyone was just happy to have it behind us. Right. Um, the pandemic is still not gone, but we have a little bit more definition to COVID-19 for sure. But as we are turning the page and ending 2021, not only has everyone taken a breath and had a sigh of relief, but I think now everyone's looking forward to the future, you know, with uh, um, all the opportunities that are there in front of us. So with that, maybe you call it a side hustle. Mm -hmm. Maybe you call it, uh, you know, your overtime. But we know, Brooke, we've said this several times, many times in this podcast, that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. And I'm telling you, the average millionaire does not have seven jobs. Right. Okay, so you need to have passive income. And we also say here, who wants to be average? We like to be a little bit above average. Mm -hmm. So we encourage our clients, anyone out there listening, to strive for at least 11 streams of income because everyone says 10, but we want to be one better than a perfect 10. So yes. we always say a perfect 11 streams of income. And we're going to go through maybe um, 11 passive streams that are available today for our viewers and our listeners. Okay. And so with that, yes, let's talk about passive income. Okay. So you hear the word passive and you think you're not really involved in that. Um, so, but you are, I mean, passive income is not that, I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? There is nothing <laughs> passive about, about it, right? right? You yes. have to have an investment. You have to invest either your money, your cha-ching, cha-ching, mm -hmm. or your time. That's even maybe a more valuable asset than your cha-ching, cha-ching. But absolutely, to set up a passive income stream, or seven, or 11, <laughs> you're going to have to invest your time and or your money to make it happen for sure. Okay, so as far as getting started, if you have money and you have capital laying around, you can invest it somewhere and then it does the work for you, correct? Absolutely. So uh, you can take the pile of money, give it to uh, us at Great Lakes Wealth, and we will invest it for you. And if you want to live off that income now, we can generate income now and send it to you on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, an annual basis. So that ain't going to be too bad. That's not a bad way to go. Um, there's other ways you can take that pile of money and give it to uh, you know a uh, developer mm -hmm. who's developing something, right. and then they can pay you back either distributions or income. So yeah, we can kind of go through, um, again, the different opportunities that may be there. Um, really, I think they're endless. Mm -hmm. Whatever you can create in your mind, you can do with your activity, you can do with your passion, you can do with your push. You either have to have some money and some capital, some working capital, investment capital, or again, you need to take uh, the time and uh, invest that to make it happen. Okay. So say I don't have any money, but I need passive income. Is that even possible? 
Well, I think so for sure, right? But again, then it goes to time. So you need to figure out what you need to do. And uh, the first thing you could do is run around and collect cans in the state of Michigan. You can get 10 cents per can if mm-hmm. you want. Run around with a bag or a cart or a truck uh, or several and collect cans, turn them in and get some money. So again, let's get through a, uh, you know, a process okay. that will um, you know, go through them uh, maybe in um, regards to whether it is having a money first um, and then if you don't have money, but um, absolutely, Brooke, whatever your mind can imagine, you can come up with and you can do. That's for all of you. Exactly. Okay. So we all know earned income is obviously from our day job, right? Right. Okay. So earned income, that's your paycheck. That is what you get either uh, from your job or maybe a trust or whatever that may be involved, right? Again, earned income isn't necessarily from a trust and those other things. Like, I mean, <laughs> okay, right. I, mean, I, I don't it. know. Again, you know, if you've got a money tree in your backyard, then maybe, hey, there you go. Plant a money tree right? and just pull uh, pull the dollars when you need them. My Twinkies think there's a money tree. There is not. <laughs> right. So earned income is, again, rolling up your sleeves and going to work. Okay. Putting in your 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours, or 40 hours. But, again, earned income on your tax return means money from wages and earnings from uh, working. And then other sources are passive that um, just pay you dividends, distributions, et cetera. So we can kind of go through um, the main four categories, I guess, if I was asked for passive income would be interest income, dividend income, perhaps some rental income and royalty style income. And then there are other passive income streams that are generated either from retirement, Mm -hmm. uh, from your savings, maybe your company gives you a um, a retirement income stream. That's passive. You earned it while you were there. Have you heard of this one called the SS? SS? Social Security. Social Security. Yes. So that's passive. You don't have to, don't have to work for that once you get it. Right. You've, you've already worked, earned it. Yes, you've earned it. Right. right? So those are um, um, two other retirement types of income, SS and whatever you might have in a pension from the old days of your own 401k. So again, we're kind of just jumping all over. Let's maybe walk through it for YouTube viewers, podcast listeners. I want to thank everyone for the success we've had so far. We are over 15,000 downloads and watches of the What Do We Do podcast. Again, another blessing for this year. I encourage everyone to subscribe, download, share. Like. Like, (laughs) tell a friend, pass it on. We've had some amazing guests on. And then when we can't find one, you and I, we get together (laughs) and we talk about some of this stuff. So again, as we always say, we're just Just getting getting started. started. But um, with that, yes, let's go ahead and talk about the uh, multiple streams of income. And today, passive income, I'm going to give a list of 11 and uh, we'll see what we can come up with off of that. Okay. All right. So earned income we talked about. Profit income. Can you tell me what that is? Well, so again, let's start with when you have earned income, you take the money that's left over after you pay your bills and it's sitting there. Those are discretionary assets, okay? You pay your bills with your income and what's left over is then discretionary. So you decide what to do with it. One of the ways you can set up a passive income stream is to go ahead and open a retirement account. If you're working towards retirement and having passive streams of income down the road, the first thing to do is open a retirement account. You can do that through your employer with a 401k or 403b, and then it just comes out of your paycheck pre-tax or post-tax on payday. But we encourage everyone who's wanting to get into passive streams of income, go ahead and open an IRA, a Roth IRA, and fund it every single year that you can. And then down the road, because of this other word we've talked about, Brooke, 
compounding, compound growth, you'll have a pile of money that then you can live off of and withdraw from uh, when you are retired. So the very first one, the simplest that we have for our listeners and viewers today is open a retirement account. And you mentioned the 401k and it's so interesting because that is money that you don't even miss because it's already taken out of your check. 100%. Very simple. So it's there. So it's there and you don't even have to worry about it. You don't have to, uh, yes, you don't have to worry about moving it or taking it or investing it. Obviously, you need to figure out what to invest it in. But um, yes, it's out of your paycheck uh, directly if it's a 401k or 403b. And then again, besides that, though, if you qualify, we encourage everyone to open and invest in an IRA or a Roth IRA every single year that you can. Got it? Okay. So is that something anyone can do? Well, you have to have earned income, so you have to have income to do it. But is there a minimum of earned income to open one of those accounts? There's not a minimum. There's just a maximum. So again, consult your tax advisor and then your financial advisor to get more information about if you would qualify. Uh, But everyone can do a 401k or a 403b as long as your company offers that and you you are eligible under their terms and conditions. okay? Okay? So that's number one. Number two would be along those same lines if you have extra cash lying around. You've paid all your bills and you've invested. Maybe you have a financial advisor like Great Lakes Wealth or you've done it with your own advisor. And again, as you've saved year in and year out and invested year in and year out, you have a pile of money. So you can have just regular investment income, we call it. Mm -hmm. But before you get there, you might want to open what's called an annuity. You might want to put some money into an annuity. Uh, It's also known as a tax sheltered annuity. And uh, there are some requirements, uh, meaning once you put the money in, you can't touch it till you're 59 and a half or you pay some penalties, but by putting it into an annuity, it's tax sheltered and you can't touch it till later. So it kind of keeps uh, you from messing up your own plan. There are other things that you want to understand about annuities for sure. But again, if you have money that you've got laying around, not doing anything for you, another simple solution to put it towards earning you some passive income is something called an annuity. Okay. And then what's next? So after those two of, again, start a retirement account Mm -hmm. and then put some additional funds away, perhaps into an annuity where you're uh, pushing it out towards retirement and uh, working on your tax shelters. Then the third one would be maybe not retirement related, but also is still stock market related. And that would be buying income producing stocks or equivalents. Okay. Okay. So there's a whole world out there. Check one of our prior podcasts about growth investing versus income investing. And with your income investments, those might be uh, stocks that pay dividends. Those could be other stocks called um, income producing non-growth stocks. But again, by investing in those types of securities, they will pay you a predictable cash flow stream. So once the money's in, Mm -hmm. you just have to sit back until that company pays you your distribution or your dividend. And again, more money coming home to papa (laughs) or mama. And not just every two weeks. Not just every two weeks. You got it. So again, Great, okay. we're, we're on our way. That's, right. So that's three examples right there, mm-hmm. okay? And then a fourth one, which is a big one. There are a lot of different subsets off, but the fourth one would be 
real estate investing. Uh, I mean, this is a tried and true way. You take some, again, some additional monies that you have, and you go ahead and you invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. And you can invest in raw land. Well, that's not going to produce any income. Maybe it uh, will grow over time, and um, maybe it will become more valuable and appreciate, but that's a growth vehicle. So you want to find income-producing vehicles. So, Brooke, I'm going to ask you, what would be a primary income-producing real estate vehicle? I would think buy an investment house. You got it. Rental properties. <laughs> rental That's properties, it. Heck right? yeah. An investment property, right. a rental property. So again, the easiest one, again, if you can afford it, would be a rental property. And so you uh, pay for the investment. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes in and lives there as a tenant. And they have to pay rent. Right. And hopefully you charge more rent than, than you have mortgage. in a mortgage. <laughs> and uh, you're on your way. Right. Very, very simple. So other ways uh, to break that down would be single family homes. So you can just buy a home and then have a tenant. You can have a duplex. You can have a quad. You can have a small apartment building. You can have all types of larger developments, if you want to call it that. So again, depending on how much money you're talking and what you're looking to accomplish, if you have a quad, that would be a four-unit property. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) guess what? Instead of having just one stream, you have four. And if it's one building with one roof and some divided rooms and doors that lock and different people there, the costs are smaller to get two, three, or four sources of income, i.e. people, mm-hmm. in there. So four single-family homes, you have to have four plots of land, you have to have four roofs, you have to have four doors, you have to have four, all this stuff. But again, if you can um, go into apartment buildings or, again, larger developments, hotels, that sort of thing, multiple streams of income just from that one investment. You know, what's so interesting is maybe somebody who may have to sell like their parents' home or something like that. Maybe you don't want to sell it outright and you do want to turn it into an investment property. So maybe people for passive income need to think outside the box sometimes. Well, I th- right? sure. I mean, I don't know uh, if, if they in, if they inherit a property, then right. you have to understand if you're selling it and taking the money and then go do something else with it or keep it and then turn it into that income-producing property, we call it. So for sure, absolutely. Another type of uh, real estate investment would be farmland. Go ahead and get yourself some farmland there, Brooke. And then on an annual basis, you pay someone to come on in and uh, grow crops. Huh. Yeah, it used to be corn soybeans. Back in the day, 100 years ago, it was tobacco. Mm. But now there's this new thing called cannabis. So you can actually, again, you can have your uh, farmland produce different crops, which then can be sold on an annual basis to whatever industry, you know, needs that agricultural commodity. And so you can go in there yourself and do it. Get a horse and a plow, <laughs> or you can actually <laughs> hire someone to do right. it for you. So if you have the land, again, you need the capital to go in there and start it before it's harvested, and then you uh, recoup that plus uh, the profit. So but that's interesting because I never would have thought, oh, I will buy some farmland because I know how to do that, because I don't. But if you can bring somebody else in, it makes all the difference. Sure, that goes along what you just said about if you inherit some, if you inherit something, mm-hmm. you inherit a house. Hey, do what you want with that house. If you inherit some land, again, either be creative or talk to someone about an option. And in this case, check out this podcast number fifty. <laughs> you can go to this segment about what to do with farmland. Right. So absolutely an option there. Uh, but one that's uh, a potential for people who may not have 
the amount of money necessary to buy farmland or to buy a large investment property would be what's called a real estate investment trust. The acronym is REIT, R-E-I-T. Are you familiar with these? I am not, but I did read about it. And it's pretty interesting because when you think, oh, I don't have the money to buy this whole property, there is, there is a way. Yeah, sure. So just like we talked about um, income producing stocks or dividend paying stocks, there's a whole category out there called REITs. And these are again, real estate investment trusts. And so they're created where you pool your money with other investors. And you can if you have enough money, you can actually do it on your own. But for this example, you can pool your money and then real estate investment trusts invest in real estate and income producing real estate. And then um, with the uh, proceeds of it, they're distributed out to the shareholders. And they also have to distribute all excess uh, profits almost to 100% out to the investors. So it's truly a way that you can take money, pool it with other people, buy an asset, and you can buy them through public markets, i.e. talk to your financial professional, and they can uh, recommend a REIT to you or multiple REITs. And then, um, again, you'll just get distributions on a a consistent basis, and you can do it with as little as $100 or $1,000. Again, you're maybe not going to get enough of a return Mm -hmm. to live uh, happily ever after, but you don't have to have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions of dollars to make this beneficial. As we always say around here when it comes to investing, what do we say? We're just getting started. (laughs) Basically, I love it. We say start now. Yes, start Start now. now. Start this minute. Start now, for sure. Absolutely. Um, So anyway, that's that's number four, which is real estate. REIT. REIT, farmland, (laughs) large developments, and even uh, just residential rental income. So that's that. And then uh, number five would be invest in a private business. Hmm. Yes. So I'm starting a business. I'm looking for some investors. So I need you to invest. And this business is going to create whatever. And then we're going to pay you back a dividend or a distribution as an investor. Right? There's what is called a general partner. And then there are limited partners. So we could talk about all the different nuances there. Or, again, talk to your financial professional to get into the weeds. But, again, it's pretty common sense mm-hmm. right? to invest in a business. And hopefully that business will flourish. Business may go belly up. Right. But um, – you can, uh, but you reap. need to find the business that's right for you, right? I mean, maybe something that you're even passionate about. Sure, for sure, that could be something. And then you're involved or not involved. But um, again, some great examples. I didn't know anything about Lyft or Uber, mm-hmm. but I wish they would have called me and asked me to invest right. because I would have given them some money 10, 20 years ago, knowing what I know now when they first started. And I think a thousand dollars in uh, Uber. When they went public, because that was, again, the revenue growth and the valuation took them public, that $1,000, you know, back in day one would have been worth millions of dollars, 1000 to millions, plural, by the time they IPO'd. So, again, an investment in your future can take on very many different uh, directions. But, um, again, if it's something you know about, for sure, but even if it's not, if you're looking to invest in a private business, there's absolutely arguments that that would 
be successful for you, for sure. Hey guys, it's Brooke. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Dewey Stefan and his great team at Great Lakes Wealth. Do you feel overwhelmed managing your assets? Well, Great Lakes Wealth offers Wall Street solutions with Main Street values. That is really what they are all about. They will help you develop a custom financial plan utilizing all of your assets and keeping your goals in mind. That is what Great Lakes Wealth is all about, helping you and your family achieve your financial dreams. So go to greatlakeswealth.us to schedule an appointment today and tell them Brooke sent you. Another one is to open your own business. Sure. So if you want to open your own business and keep it that way, now you're working again, right? So if right. you open a business, now we're talking active. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to be doing. Again, as we talked, it takes some time and some money. You have to invest to up front. Start right? it for sure. Yeah. And then if it's your own business, then you can just walk away and let the crew run it, let the people run it once it's up and running. Mm-hmm. But a simpler, faster route would be as a franchisee. Yes. Find it. Right. So whether it's McDonald's or, you know, Smoothie King or, uh, you know, Tropical Cafe, whatever it might be. There are many out there. Thousands, if not tens of thousands. So again, as a franchisee, Mm -hmm. you use your money, you buy into this proof of concept, and then they give you an operating manual. And then next thing you know, it's up and running and you don't have to create a new wheel. You're just jumping on this wheel. Right. So that's a very important concept to it's a lot less work, not as much uh, probably returns if you create the own, your own thing on its own. But um, uh, a very viable alternative to um, starting your own business, if you've got that uh, wherewithal, is just open a franchisee business. Right. Seems a little bit simpler. Yes. Well, right. again, very much so. A manual. <laughs> yes, very much so. OK, so the next one I, I like and it kind of makes me laugh. Rent out your stuff. Rent out your stuff to people. Yes, the technical term is royalties. Okay, get royalties. Get royalties on what you've already created. So Mm -hmm. if you have something, whether that's music you've written, maybe that's a book that is quoted all the time, you can, again, uh, you can acquire the right to have royalties, and um, that's a very simple way. But what if you don't have some um, song? Right. That everyone's singing and then rapping to and that they're uh, cutting uh, off of your, um, you know, your lyrics, then you can just rent out your other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, again, the biggest example there might be just rent out a room in your home or your whole room. And that would be an Airbnb or going on to another social media like uh, Facebook Marketplace. Right. Now it's called Meta. Have you heard of this? It's not even called Facebook anymore. Yep. So maybe you go there and you just rent out what you have. Rent your stuff. Hey, I'm going to rent you these headphones. Do it. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm Again, I'm being very serious. There are companies out there that need headphones, microphones, whatever they need right. for, um, you know, for production. There are production uh, warehouses. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you can rent out your parking space for all those that are in cities like New York, Chicago, even downtown in the D. Mm-hmm. You can rent out your parking spot and uh, make a couple bucks that way. Uh, rent out your car even. If you're not using your car, people can come and... Um, uh, rent it out on a daily basis. So again, being creative, right? Absolutely, you've already got the asset. Now go ahead and rent it out, make a couple bucks. And especially if you're not using it, right? I mean, that's the whole key because that I mean, you're it's just sitting there doing nothing. Hundred percent, 
Hundred percent for sure. See, we got Easy this. Enough. We got this. Okay, affiliate marketing. What is that? Yes. Have you heard about this? Yes, but what is it? Okay. <laughs> so affiliate marketing number eight is very important. So that's where you uh, partner with a company like Amazon, maybe travel agencies. And so it's not necessarily the fastest way to make get to the top of the mountain, but whether you're blogging or on your website, you have links to other people's um, investments or their um, you know, um, their um, I don't know, their products and services, right. then every time someone clicks through and uses theirs, then you make a, you know, a residual off of that. So again, you know, let's call it being an influencer. Just get out there and say, hey, click my link, right. go over here, check this out. And then uh, you you might not know when you're doing that, but uh, Sally Sue or Jimmy John is making a quick 20 cents off of uh, you recommending whatever it is. So affiliate marketing, Definitely an opportunity for those that may have uh, very little money to start. So we're kind of maybe getting into the world of uh, being more creative, more time versus money. Just do a little blogging, do a little website, uh, you know, refresh, mm -hmm. and you can uh, be an affiliate marketer. Check it out. What about network marketing? So network marketing, number nine, mm -hmm. very similar to that as well. Um, companies like uh, Avon, Pampered Chef, uh, network marketing means it's uh, you know multi-level also. So where you start in something, tell someone they get involved. And again, these are reputable companies with reputable products. Most of the time, there are a couple out there that are known as pyramid schemes. So you better do your homework and talk to a professional to make sure that you're not getting uh, hoodwinked. There's another financial word. So, uh, yeah, network marketing is the same thing. You build a team underneath you. Uh, there's a big one going on right now in real estate. I'll leave it there. You can check it out. But um, these things are viable, again, if done right. And I think everyone knows who Avon is and uh, Avon products. So uh, check out your network marketing. Okay, what about this? Lending money. Oh, yeah. You got 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, lending money. Heck, yeah. P2P. Have you heard of P2P? No. Peer-to-peer -peer lending. Mm. So, yes. So, lending, again, people who have money mm -hmm. are want to maybe give it to people who need money. So, whether you can go and do peer-to-peer -peer lending, um, you can lend to businesses. This is a huge, you know, they call them crowdfunding. And there's all kinds of other uh, words out there where you can use small sums of money and group lend or individual lend. And so, sure, um, you can take your little bit of money, your five bucks, your 50 bucks, your 500 thousand or 50 million, whatever you have. And you can certainly structure a deal where you're lending it mm -hmm. and making money on your money. Right now, money in the bank earns how much? Not much. Zero, zero. basically <laughs> close to zero. We right. say yeah. cash is trash. Mm -hmm. So take your cash and put it to work, right. put it to work. And again, in any of these so far passive options, but again, if you can just get 5% or 6% lending it out to a uh, safe and stable source, 5% is way more than 0%. If it's higher risk lending, you can get double digits on it. So, um, you know, uh, check it out. Mm -hmm. It's probably not, again, the number one way to invest your money for passive investing, but it's absolutely an opportunity with lending your money. Okay. Uh, that was 10, but we always have 11, right? Bonus time. I love this one. Yes. We <laughs> just did 10. 
and the bonus number 11. So for all of our YouTube watchers, podcast listeners, again, thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking all of that good stuff. Our bonus today is to become an influencer, build a YouTube channel, start a podcast. Hey, hey. what do we do? That's already taken. So right. Come up with a new one. But yes, social media all day, every day. There are so many opportunities where you can tell your story, you can do any of those 10 things we just mentioned, and you can use YouTube as your advertising. You can use social media as your advertising. You can become a partner, become an influencer. You can sell your goods and services through what's called an e-commerce site. So all of it would be number 11, all things digital. Okay, so the bonus today, digital, YouTube, podcast, all of your social media channels, use it, get out there, be creative. You don't have to have any money to build what I just said on social media. Just create a password and off you go. So if you can't do that, then again, you need to, uh, you need to see somebody to get started. And everything we mentioned, it, it does involve a professional to some degree to make sure that the network marketing or, you know, that these things are viable or even legit, right? Absolutely. You should at least talk this through with someone else and don't just go it alone. So along these lines, we did not talk today about some really simple, predictable sources of passive income for when you are retired. The biggest ones would be Social Security, mm -hmm. okay, and perhaps a pension, that you may have, or your 401k or 403b proceeds when you are retired. So there are some major sources of income that will be passive just coming your way. Right. So security, you actually have to choose. Do you want to take it at 62, 65, 67, 70, 79, 82, 106? Just kidding, it's not that far out there <laughs> yet. Say. But um, again, so these are some other decisions to make later. Right. But um, passive income is absolutely... A fantastic topic. It's exciting to me. The average millionaire, as I've said before, has seven sources of income. We encourage everyone listening and uh, viewing today, go for that 11. Yes. We call them sticks. <laughs> we call them uh, one and one. Right. Just make sure you're getting after it 100%. Right. Okay, so a quick question for you. Is passive income the same as a side hustle? Uh, it could be getting it started for sure. But if it's a permanent side hustle and you're always working, then that's just a side hustle, just second side gig. Hustle, yeah. Right? But again, every passive income stream that you start, because even if it's all cash, mm -hmm. you have to do some research right. or at least go meet with your financial advisor who he or she is telling you what to do. So absolutely. It starts as a side hustle and then it builds itself into a beautiful stream of income. That money yes, tree. <laughs> just, yes, absolutely. You know, to end the year, mm -hmm. I think it's appropriate that, uh, I read a poem. Okay. Can we do that? Well, of course. Okay. So we've uh, put episode 50 officially to bed with the passive income streams. But to end the year, the holiday season is now. I've got my red shirt you on. Do. Okay. So I'm going to read a poem written by Helen Steiner Rice. Hope you enjoy. The more you give, the more you get. The more you laugh, the less you fret. The more you do unselfishly, the more you do abundantly. The more of everything you share, the more you'll always have to spare. The more you love, the more you'll find that life is good and friends are kind. For only what we give away 
enriches us every single day. So with that, Brooke, Mm -hmm. I thought that would be a nice little holiday uh, toast for giving and uh, celebration of the holidays. Yes, for sure. Okay. And along that same line, I would like to give, again, a special shout out to everyone at Great Lakes Wealth for all that you've done in 2021 to celebrate our company and the successes that we've had, but also to our clients, our partners. Without them, we are not in business. Um, They entrust us to help them get to their financial uh, freedom and turn those financial dreams into reality. So a big thank you to our clients. Much appreciated your support. And to you, Brooke. Oh, thank you. And to our What Do We Do producer, Brandon Klein, yes, over Brandon. there behind the camera. Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank you both so far for helping us here in, uh, in 2021, season two. We're off to a great start. This is fantastic. And last but certainly not least, mm. to Podcast Nation and all of our YouTube viewers. Thank you for tuning in, watching, subscribing, downloading. As I've said, I'm going to end with this. I hope that everyone has enjoyed a happy Hanukkah already this year, and I wish everyone a happy Festivus, a Merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa, and most of all, a healthy, happy and prosperous new year in 2022. It's coming. Brooke, with that, I have nothing else (laughs) other than um, episode 50, Mm -hmm. season two, number eight in the books. In the books. And as we always say, we're just just getting getting started. The opinions expressed in this program are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It's only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risks and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional.